it's that time. Tyler the Creator, Flower Boy album review, let's go! Nigga said that I fell off. I fell off, they see the rollie, they see the chains Niggas know that I'm well off I pushed the line and they stepped across Now it's time to show them who the boss I'm a beast sitting out the walls My resume, you won't see Yeah, uh-huh <laughs> What up, Vontae the Pro? We are back What's good, Will Gill? Man, season two Episode number Clay Thompson 11. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's only right. Uh, Clay Thompson, LA native. And then today we are reviewing the LA native title The Creator. Uh, with this I didn't new know that. Album, the new album, Scum Fuck Flower Boy. Mm. And if you listen to the album only on uh, Apple Music, you probably only thought it was called Flower Boy. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah that, you know what? I thought the same. I thought it was kind of weird because I thought he was coming out saying that he was softer than he, you know, we thought he was. But that's why I thought the name was kind of appropriate. But that makes more sense. Yeah, you missing the scum fuck and uh, scum fuck Flower Boy is definitely very Tyler the Creator. Yeah. And um, if you guys are listening to us on uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher iTunes, Google Play, and uh, if you guys are listening to us on iTunes, go ahead and drop a review for your boys. It really helps us out, helps us grow, and uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, I'm sorry, it's just uh, your responsibility. Drop a review. (laughs) If you want more episodes, go over there and drop a review. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, with that being said, Vontae the Pro, let's hit them a little background check just in case they don't know who this guy, Tyler the Creator, is. Oh, man, this should be good. Let's go. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. I just told you. That's the true. god, Tyler, the creator, coming out of L.A. Mm. Tyler's rise in hip-hop was relatively pretty fast. Mm. Uh, he came up with Off Future. In 2009, he dropped his first solo mixtape, Bastard. Mm. And that shit just kind of popped off from there. Yeah. Pitchfork. Pitchfork ranked it uh, 32 out of his top 100 albums that year. Not mm. a bad start. Yeah. His follow, follow-up album, Goblin, was released two years later. It hosted his biggest single to date, Yonkers, oh, with, yeah. his weird, with his weird-ass music video. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, motherfuckers was eating cockroach for at least a month like weirdos <laughs> out there because of that music video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, during, during the rise of Tyler, uh, his uh, crew, Odd Future, was popping off too. The Collective gave us acts like Frank Ocean, Earl, Sid, so it was a talented it was a talented bunch, but it was also a big bunch hosting around seventeen members. God damn. <laughs> yeah, it was on some real Wu Tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with type shit. <laughs> <laughs> word, word. But uh as a collective they dropped projects like Odd Future Tape, Radical, The Odd Future Tape Two, and back to uh, Tyler's solo career, he's just been staying relevant in hip-hop, whether it's through his weird-ass TV show, mm-hmm. doing uh, weird-ass shit that keeps him in the news, yeah. and albums like Goblin, Wolf, Cherry Bomb. So, Vontae the Pro, how are you feeling about this guy, Tyler the Creator, getting into his new album, Scumfuck Flower Boy? <laughs> All right, Will Gill, I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't sure how I felt on this album. His past albums that he that he came out with, the Cherry Bomb, Wolf, I, I felt like they kind of fell short for me. For some reason, I didn't really enjoy him as much as I liked his first one, Goblin, because that's when I really connected with Tyler, the creator, when he dropped that album. And I remember bumping the hell out of that album. Uh, Yorkers was one of my favorite. I just felt like that really, it was perfect for me at the time because I just felt like I was just mentally just 
just thinking about a lot of stuff. So I felt like Tyler, the creator, was right there for me. But now when I go forward and I listen to his you know, you know, new albums, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like he was somewhat overrated. Just a little bit, just a little bit, just because I felt like when he first came out, you know, like with most new artists, it's like, oh my gosh, this dude's so so talented. But then now I feel starting to feel like the dust is starting to settle, and I kind of feel like he's he's right where he's supposed to be. Um, I don't know, just kind of how I feel. At the end of the day, I didn't I didn't really have any thoughts really, so I wasn't really leaning towards any direction. But how were you feeling getting into this? Will Gill, were you were you were you a Tyler the Creator fan? Uh, def- uh, definitely not. Okay. I-, I think the dude's kind of weird, man. Uh, I'm not the type to skateboard or wear cat t-shirts or <laughs> uh, be awed by people eating cockroaches and doing weird pranks. So yeah. everything Tyler was doing, man, it was just kind of away from me. <laughs> and then my my cousin, friend of this podcast, he was on our um our Jay Worthy episode, uh, Kingston, uh-huh. actually went to high school with uh. With Tyler, the creator, and said he's even weirder in person. So say word what? Yeah, he said one time he almost had to fight the dude. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so <laughs> damn. Yeah, so he said, as weird as he comes off in his music videos and mm-hmm. everything he do on TV as an artist, he said it's ten times worse in real life. He said the dude's just a born weirdo, but hey, he different, and um, mm-hmm. you just. Musicians typically are different human beings. Yeah, they are. It it is what it is. Uh, So I wouldn't call myself a title the creator fan. I never really liked any of his albums. I kind of didn't really get it. That kind of under mixed sound that he does with his um, past albums, I kind of didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That garage sound, uh, I wasn't into it. But um, but going into this man, I was really just doing it for the pod. I feel and, that, uh, and that's about it. So, with that being said, Vontae the Pro, you want to get into our highlight record? This album has 14 songs, and uh, let's get into our highlights. All right, let's go. They tell them to bow down to me and greatness. Well, they ain't never do what I do. They wish they could do what I do. Vontae the Pro. Oh boy. I think I'm going to go on first on this one. You've been going first a lot lately, so <laughs> I'm going to take the lead on our highlight record. All right, Will. guess Gil? what? What's up? I ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I okay. Into, I want to hop into track number nine, I Ain't Got Time. Oh, okay. I like yeah. that song. And first, let me say this. What's up? Happy birthday, you bitch ass nigga. Yep, I'm thirsty. <laughs> that uh, that line right there, hands down, the best moment on the album. Yeah, that little shot you sent me didn't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely some good energy coming out those bars right there. Hell yeah! Uh, this record is fire. So much of this album is like soulful instrumentals filled with like themes of loneliness, but this song ain't that. <laughs> For real, <laughs> this song and who that boy, who that boy are the songs that kind of give us give this album like a real sonic range. Mm-hmm. Instrumentally, uh, this song is so different than everything I've been hearing lately on other albums, so that was really refreshing. The instrumental is sampled from uh, "Groove Is the Heart" from D Light. Okay. Yeah, just in case you were wondering. I don't is know that, who who that is or what that song sounds like, but that's that, where the sample from. That's like when that little breakdown happens? It's like the guitar part. It's okay. like right when it starts. Oh, okay. I get you. I get you. I get you. Uh, that's the sample. And then, uh, but the instrumental itself, hitting 808, 
pulsing claps mm-hmm. and the break mid song you damn near gotta be a hater to dislike that shit and <laughs> rapping wise rapping wise Tyler's flow was so animated he almost came off like a cartoon character yeah and, and his last verse, he was just gassing, talking about kissing white boys since Ofo. Whoa. <laughs> Siding <laughs> deals with Converse because Vans fucked up. Mm. And at the end of it, it's still golf boys for life. And the hook is super infectious. I've been waiting for somebody to tell me some shit I don't want to do so I can tell them I ain't got, ain't got time <laughs> to waste. <laughs> but uh, track number nine, Ain't Got Time. Make sure you find yourself some time to bump that song because it's fire how you feel about it Montana man Pro? word up the, the that's the song man that's the song that had everybody like whoa that's the yeah. that's the, he drops that line i've been kissing white boys since 2004 and that was like a that was like a weird moment because yeah. you know what i mean like it's like what are you doing here are you are you coming out or are you not you know i'm confused just as a casual yeah. listener yeah is this shock value bars or or are these like kisses on the cheeks or kisses yeah. on the forehead or is this like you know some tongue action kisses? Yeah, and I just remember when he, when um, this song kind of leaked. I remember everybody talking about this. Everybody, and I think this what got his album a lot more buzz. And I think I kind of feel like that's what he wanted with this album. Me personally, like I feel like you just you know kind of like did something to kind of like get everybody talking. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, and just in case. We sound homophobic at all, which I don't think we do. <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm going to speak for you too, Vontae the Pro. We don't give a fuck if he kissing white boys or not. We just want to know if it's true. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man, but uh, I'm glad you feeling that record too, Vontae the Pro. Uh, is there anything more you want to add or do you want to hop into your highlight record? No, I want to hop into mine. I feel like I really want to tell everybody the song that I liked. Uh, okay, man, okay. When I got into this album, this song stood out to me right away. And actually, I got... Uh, someone showed me this song before it came out, so maybe that's why I'm getting this bias to why I like it. But track number eight, Boredom. Oh, my God. That song is beautiful. That's- Boredom got a new best friend. <laughs> yeah, if, if anybody's ever dealt with the whole idea of being lonely and trying to figure out what you should do with that time, track number eight is exactly for you. This yeah. song is all sauce, no juice. Sonically, I feel like this song tastes like a Corona and Lime. I just want to play this song at the beach while I'm just playing beer punk, hanging out with my boys, like just vibing out. This is, the, this is, this is what this song makes me feel like. The vocals from everybody on this song, I'm going to try my best to say them, um, Rex Orange. Anna of the North and uh, Miss Bailey <laughs> are, um, are very silky, smooth vocals that breathe a lot of life into the song. Um, the find some time to do something speaks a lot of volume to me. I feel like Tyler did a great job not um, getting in the way of the greatness of what's going on in the song. Because there's a lot of good things going on. You got a lot of good... Uh, production going on the production is one of the most best beats on this album to me and um just the vibe is 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 almost like unmatched so you can really go left or go right vocally like you can you can like let the vibe be said and you can be the one that fuck up the vibe or you be the one that bring it to another level and when tyler and when tyler gets on here he definitely brings it to another level and just like just some dope things um some of my favorite lines from tyler is when he's saying i've been in the room so fucking long my eyeballs are turning into drywall and also when he says things like my friends suck fuck them i'm over them and 
I don't know. I just, we all been there. Yeah, and I just <laughs> we all been there, bro, bro. He's on target with everything on his on every single bar. I really love this song. If you're an introvert, I just like myself or I just feel like you're definitely gonna like this song. So track number eight is just an amazing record. Everybody should listen to it. Did you like that song? Yeah, I love the vibe of that record. I just kind of snap along every time it comes on, just because mm-hmm. the beat's so smooth and the vocals are just so pleasant. And um. Yeah, so I fuck with it. And I don't think I've ever been bored listening to that song. <laughs> That's the thing about it. You said listen to it at a beach. Like, nobody's bored at the beach, player. <laughs> ah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. So, uh, but uh, it's interesting that a song called Boredom could yeah. feel so lively sonically, and so smooth at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, sonically, it's that vibe. But also, I get what you're saying, too. I get what you're saying. All right. Wait, wait, wait. All right, that's dope. Um, all right, so did you have any more songs you want to talk about on your um, on the highlight side? Yeah, I got one more specific highlight record, and it's I want to hop into track number six, Potholes, featuring Batman himself, Jaden Smith. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, man. And what makes this record ill is the song itself is one big metaphor. Tyler is driving in life, and he got to watch out for these potholes that's trying to get in his way. Yeah. Some of, his, some of the potholes is being tied down to people that, that he care about but mom's is telling him son keep driving mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so uh he has to make that decision to leave them behind because he don't want to be stuck in the same place and who you think he's talking about vontae pro oh he's talking about our future our okay future. i was feeling I, the same way too yeah i mean i, I kind of feel like at this point odd future who is odd future at this moment you know yeah left brain or whatever <laughs> side of the brain he is. Yeah. But, uh, but back to the song. One of my favorite bars on the album is on verse two when he drops. Everyone's a sheep. Me alone wolf. Nobody gonna make a peep because everybody wants some wool. Bar mm. just works on so many different levels. It shows how someone can be lonely but surrounded by people at the same time. And nobody is willing to be honest with them because they all want some wool or money. You know, same thing. Jaden mm-hmm. Smith on the hook was surprisingly a perfect fit for the album. Switch gears on him, fishtail in the rear view mirror on him. <laughs> you know that's that's just that's just nice. Yeah. And, uh, instrumental sounds uh, like Tyler was taking a lot of cues from Pharrell. Was super surprised that Skateboard P was not involved with the production. That's how uh, similar this beat sounds to like a Pharrell production. Yeah. But Pharrell's uh, influence is all over this record and. That's dope. Super ill song. You got to peep it. Track number six, Potholes. Uh, do you have anything to add, Vontae Pro, about oh, that song? Oh, man. I, I, I really like the bounce of that song. I felt like one thing that I was, I wouldn't say, I guess I'm disappointed a little bit, is I felt like maybe Jaden could have came off a little bit, like, I felt like the way he delivered it was kind of lazy. You know? I, 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 I think that was the point, though. Hmm. I I don't man that's a good point. That, that I feel like that might add to it if I'm if I'm looking at it at that perspective. But that was like the main thing I wanted to add. I I love the whole idea of what he's delivering to us talking about like all these things going on and he's trying to like maneuver his way throughout life and we have to know that this man is going through a lot of stuff and a lot of changes and you know um I imagine it only being hard like coming up with a whole crew, your whole crew. You said 17 niggas. Whew. And it's like now you get to the point where you like you got to start cutting some of them off. You know, yeah. like, you know, like you're doing something else. You're, and especially when you came out and you were the lead man, you're Tyler, the creator. They think of Tyler, the, Tyler, the creator before Odd future. So, yeah, you know, this song is this song is, is interesting. I like it. Where, where, where? Vontae the Pro, do you have another highlight record or 
do you want to hop into the general side of this podcast? Uh, we can hop into the general side of this podcast. Let's go. This is special cloth alone. Me personally, I think there's a lot of greatness on this album. There's yep. 14 tracks. It's, it's layered real nice. Uh, one main thing I'm impressed by Tyler on this album is just the way all these songs sound sonically. Mm. Uh, the way these instrumentals are constructed is so dope. The jazzy vibes like crashed against distorted 808s. Mm-hmm. It's super ill. All the beats are uniquely Tyler, Tyler, but it's like kind of made for everybody to enjoy at the same time. I can see that. So I say all that. To set up this question, Monte there Pro, what is your favorite instrument on this album? Any moment you were like, God damn, that boy Tyler cooking with these beats. Because by the way, <laughs> by the way, he produced every one of these instrumentals. He made all of these? Yeah. Wow. At least he's credit, or at least he got credit on all of them. On every one, he was like, he, he started it? Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to, okay, you know me. You know I love 808s. You know I love that sound. And throughout this album, he didn't. Go to that every single time, which I think he did that purposely because when he did go to that 808, oh, man, it was special. But I felt felt like the time that he did it the most, and the the most special song to me is track number four, See You Again. Um, I just, that has that bounce in it, that has that 808. I just feel like when the beat flips and it's just really crazy, like the 808 hits hits it hard. Okay, okay, okay. Especially when he's like, okay, yeah, I was about to say that. Especially when he's like, okay, okay, okay. Then when that shit hits, Something, something, to, something to talk about, you know, something to talk about, and I, I just felt like the production was so well thought out, and I felt like, you know, like kind of what you said, like a lot of these songs are so Tyler, they're just so Tyler, they just sound like very unique at the same time. So I felt like this one right here, "See You Again," track number four. Oh my God, the best, best beat on the album. The okay, beat. I feel that. Uh, did you have a favorite beat on this album? Because there's a lot of crazy production yeah, on this. Yeah, I would definitely put uh, the single up there. Who that boy? Uh, that instrumental is just so dark and weird, but it yeah. hits so fucking hard. Yeah. And then uh, on the opposite side of the Tyler spectrum, I will I will also put nine one one up there as uh, one of my favorite beats i just love the huh i was saying the favorite beat yeah the 911 slash mr lonely mm-hmm. but just really the 911 side i just love the synth bass line it's just super groovy and it's crazy that like tyler can make that hitting 808 on that who that boy like super weird and dark and come back and have like a joke kind of yeah. uh like throwback bouncy record like a 911 on track yeah. number 10 yeah, I like that song. That bounce is just like so smooth. It's something that you need on a vinyl, you know. Yeah, like, definitely. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's one of those records. So I, I, I like that. Uh, I like that bounce a lot. All right. right, all right, that's dope. All right, so we got the favorite beat out the way. I want to ask you. Um, I want to ask you a question. I didn't see a lot of Odd Future on this album, so I want to ask you just a question. Maybe um, I want to ask you specifically about some other artists, and I want to ask you how did you feel who had the best verse. Out of uh, Who That Boy featuring ASAP Rocky are Dropping Seas, track number 11 featuring Lil, Lil Wayne. Who do you think had the best verse? Oh, okay. Uh, I would say uh, ASAP Rocky has the better verse than Wayne. Okay. But I'll also say this is the best I've heard Wayne in like mad years. This is the best Wayne verse. Not the best Wayne verse, but the best Wayne song I've probably heard since 08. Okay. So okay. mad credit to the boy Tyler Creator Wayne finally sounds like the legend he deserves to sound like. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that ASAP Rocky verse is just hard. ASAP Rocky is just so underrated when people be talking about uh, rappers that like really be spitting. So I give nah, it not today. No, nah, I think he, I think he kind of overrated at this point, bro. Like, stop I think, it, Vontae the Pro. 
ASAP Rocky, what else has he put out besides pesos and and uh, what else? Like everything else is kind of like I'm talking about cool. as a rapper. You talking about singles? I'm talking about he's underrated. Okay. Like he he's he's be spinning those bars, bro. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. I got I got to put some respect on his name and check him out, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said you sleeping. You need to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> For me personally, I feel like out of those two, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't really own up to it. But I felt like Little Wayne all day, bro. Like I just felt like man. The only reason I didn't pick Wayne is because Wayne is kind of recycling like a lot of bars that like he has spit throughout his career. Yeah, which is a lot of a lot of shit he spit. So he's going to be recycling a lot of the times but just instrumentally like how tight the writing was was super dope but bar for bar asap rocky is uh has his hands up like a sylvester (laughs) man damn that's kind of interesting but for me like when i listen to him on that song bro if this song came out in 2008 2009 this would be like the song this would be the shit like everybody yeah. will be everybody will be talking about this. And also it was interesting, I felt like with the bounce that um that Wayne is rapping on with this like it kinda sounds like Barry Bonds. It, so, it kinda sounds like the Barry oh, Bonds on, on nice. That's what I kinda feel like just like the slow, large, jazzy production. And like we get in Wayne, the first eight bars was like fantastic. And then after that it kinda you know start to tell off a little bit at the yeah, end. It kind it kinda got into too much like uh, semen bars. Yeah. Like about dropping seeds and Eve and yeah. Yeah, he, mm, he too many semen bars. He went, yeah, he took it too far. But I felt like I just loved, I loved the feeling of like this was like Barry Bonds, and he sounded like he was high, and it just felt like Barry Bonds part two. So yeah, oh, man. Was I, tough, <coughs> but yeah, uh, to your point, I was just happy like Wayne wasn't yelling "Young Moolah Baby" over a garbage verse. Like, it, yeah. like I said before, he definitely on track eleven dropping seeds sounds like the legend he deserves to sound like. Yeah. Hey, um, I, <clears throat> I want to since we're talking about. Um, since we're talking about Lil Wayne, I want to talk about Birdman for a second. <laughs> and okay. I want to I talk about his moment on uh, track number two, Where This Flower Blooms, featuring Frank Ocean. I- <laughs> Why'd you say Birdman? Well, because, uh, you know, he has a line when um, he's talking about money and he's talking about flashy things and he's talking about. Oh, okay, and, okay. And, and stun on these niggas. Like that ad lib, that little moment was like, that was dope. That was yeah. like super creative and I just loved how it goes in there with the production. It literally catches my attention every single time. And Frank Ocean sounded amazing. He always, yeah. Frank, 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 be, Frank is underrated. Like you talk about ASAP, Frank is underrated. <laughs> Frank is not overrated, dog. People underrated. love fucking Frank Ocean. People be talking about Frank Ocean like, He's the greatest of all time type shit. So Damn. nobody talk about Rocky like that, Monte the Pro. Damn. You out of control today, Damn. man. You okay? Damn. Will Gill coming in with the facts. Okay. Yeah, you out of control today, <laughs> man. Uh, but I, uh, I forgot when you rap with Jay, you know, things change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he been bicycling. <laughs> all right, Will but, uh, Gill. You have, any, I, hey, you have anything else I'm, you want to talk on this album? Yeah, just since you brought up Frank real quick, man, I feel like Tyler and Frank is just a golden combination. True. They need a they definitely need to probably just do a collab album together. Oh my god, we need that. Yeah, you know, these collab albums be talked about so much, they're probably never going to happen, but let's start talking about uh Frank Ocean and Tyler the Creator collab album because these two together are fire. Even on the uh, the end of nine one one, when it's flipping over to Mister Lonely, yeah. when Frank Ocean is saying "chirp chirp," mm-hmm. like come on, bro, that <laughs> shit was fire. And all he said is "chirp chirp" from the burps burps. And like for some reason, just the combination of those two just makes the most smallest things feel so special. Mm-hmm. 
And, and I agree because I feel like they come from the same place. They like the some of the same things, and I guess they both like each other because they're both gay. So I don't know. Pro, <laughs> <laughs> you on your own on that one, man. You wilding today. You on your own. I'm sorry. <laughs> but let's uh, change topics. Uh, so for this album, Tyler brought in a lot of artists to help him with his melodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why there's a lot of features on here. Yeah. Uh, outside of Rocky and Wayne, it's like pretty much all the features are like singers for the hooks Mm -hmm. so what what's your favorite hook on this album do you ever catch yourself vibing to uh vibing to the most yeah the most the most the most the the hook that really hooked me um to be honest bro it's just track number eight like that's that's mine that's my my that boredom got a new best friend yeah like that whole moment like like this is my this is my standout track so i'm really i wanted to like say something else i'm trying to think of something else but just like that's what connects to me the most just talking about you know find some time to do something and i just felt like that connects a lot that's like with tyler the creator i always find myself connecting to something that he's doing and this is the moment this is the moment for me so track number eight boredom what about you did you you have a, a hook that really hooked you yeah, I find myself fucking with that 2020-2020 vision yeah. on uh, track four. See you again. Mm-hmm. The ca- the Khaled, whatever her name is. These <laughs> names nowadays are so hard to read. Uh, <laughs> but uh, her singing was super smooth. It really set the song up to like switch over to that 808 you were talking mm-hmm. about earlier. Yeah, and man, that uh, uh that Estelle the Estelle singing on track number seven, Garden Shed, was super nice. Mm-hmm. Her vocals were layered. It was flawless. It was uh, set up the record perfectly for that distorted electric guitar yeah. both garden shed and see you again uh amazing feature spot by both those singers and it's good to hear estelle man i haven't really uh heard too much from her outside of a uh, american boy so uh yeah. welcome back estelle <laughs> man I, I love track number seven a lot i just like like that whole like it's like a live moment it's like this album is like really alive for a moment and i just love the sound of everything that's going on it's like so perfect like everything is like beautiful it's like amazing everything that you would kind of want from a record as far as like the vibe being right just like speaking to your soul like and, and especially this feels like it has to be on the album and it kind of ties things in with that one and the vocals do sound great um and then with the see you again i like that because like the high-pitched singing that she's doing is something that like thank god tyler didn't didn't think that he could do himself you know he didn't yeah. he, he didn't tell himself that he can do that so i yeah. really fuck with that a lot vic Mensa take notes Oh! <laughs> because Vic Mensa be trying to do those hooks on his own, bro, and that yeah. shit be terrible. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to go on a tangent, but that's Young J. Cole. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. We'll review the Vic Mensa episode. We'll get more into it in, in depth, but uh, that's for another time. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's facts. All right, so Will Gill, this album is great. This track, it has 14 tracks. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about on the general side? Yeah, uh, but I got one like long last point. So if you're done, I'm gonna get into it. But uh, if you have one more point to get in, you want to hop into that right now? Uh, no. Only thing I would really say is like sonically, this album matches the album cover. You look at the album cover, you play it. It just makes a lot of sense. I don't know how to describe it, but sonically, listen to these songs, you'll get it. But um, that's all. That's all I gotta say. What about you, Will Gill? What's up? All right, man. So this is going to be a little long-winded. So hang in there with me. But uh, instrumentally, this album's amazing. Mm. The songwriting was super interesting. 
the album rides well as a like a complete narrative story. So I'm gonna do a breakdown of the story. I, I don't really see a lot of people talking about it. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a breakdown of the album. Oh shit, so what's if, up? Yeah, if you guys didn't catch it, man, the first two songs, Tyler is at home thinking about his career. Track one forward, he's thinking about how long and how big his music career can get. Yeah. Track yeah. two, we get into a uh, flower bloom. He's thinking about where he came from, and it has him like all in his feelings, right? Mm-hmm. So he calls into golf radio station, which is track number three, to Sometimes. request. Yeah, to request track number four, "See You Again," mm-hmm. where he sings a. Where he sings about, uh, sings and raps about love lost mm-hmm. and how it left him lonely. Then the homie ASAP Rocky comes through on track number five on Who That Boy to remind Tyler, say, hey man, we the shit. <laughs> 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 and so feeling better, Tyler hops into one of his fancy cars that he stays rapping about. And we mm-hmm. get into track number six, Potholes, where he's passing people up yeah, that are yeah, trying yeah. to slow him down. He drives to track number seven, the garden shed where he gets introspective again and begins to feel lonely yeah he, he stays there so long at the garden shed that we get track number eight boredom where tyler is just being bored from being alone at the garden shed mm. and he gets back into his car to try to try to pull himself out of this funk yeah he turns on the radio and we get track number nine, Ain't Got Time. And then where he's just like, fuck it, I ain't got time for none of this. Mm. But then he gets a call from Mr. Lonely, and it puts him back in his funk. And we get track number 10, 911, Mr. Lonely. Mm. And then Wayne comes through on track number 11 just to tell him like how life can be, uh, how good life can be, and just dropping seeds of knowledge on him. And that leads us to track number 12, November, where Tyler's thinking back to all his best memories. Mm. Feeling good, feeling good about those memories. He makes a phone call to show uh, someone the song he wrote Mm -hmm. and uh, that person doesn't answer. So he leaves a voicemail and that's uh, that voicemail is track number 13, Glitter. Mm. And service is bad where he's at, so the voicemail didn't go through. I assume he's at the place of this album cover, and he gets mm. out of his car to reflect more about uh, everything he just went through. And so we mm. get the outro track, number 14, Enjoy Right Now, where he doesn't rap because he's doing what the title says. He's enjoying right now, and uh, he's probably at the place of this album cover, and the album wraps up perfectly. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. yeah amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You've seen a lot of pictures in this whole album that I didn't see. Holy shit. Yeah, Von the Pro. You got to wake up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag stay woke, man. Yeah. But, man, uh, I- yeah, but uh, amazing story. So if you didn't know that uh, this album is a timeline, I definitely recommend you re-listen to it and keep that in mind. And then you'll kind of see how everything lines up perfectly in this album. Man, that's amazing. Will Gill, a.k.a. Mr. Golf Wank. All right. <laughs> wank, wank, wank. But, uh, even like on track number 10, he has a line like, oh, they're going to be mad at me for what I said on track number seven. Like everything is in chron- chronological order, and that's super dope. Damn. Wow. That, I, I'm learning something new right now. <laughs> yeah. You got to get off your ass and uh, do some research, Montana Pro, and you won't be bored. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing there. All right, but, uh, Will Gill. It's, it's hard to say this with that amazing, beautiful breakdown. 
We I gotta, appreciate we, you. We got we gotta get to the negative side. We gotta talk about what we don't like. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody, like at all, nobody. So it's very true. All right, man. All right, Pro. I feel like I just did a lot of talking, so yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and put the ball in your court. 14 tracks, Vontae Pro. Uh, let us know what you're not fucking with on this album. All right, Will Gill. I got two moments that I'm not fucking with. I start okay. with I start with the small stuff, then I'll get to the big stuff. The first thing that I'm not fucking with. It's just a bar that he says when he says he's been kissing white boys since 2004. What's wrong with that, Vontetta Pro? Uh, Don't get a little Duvald out here, man. <laughs> they gonna die. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like personally, don't. I don't like the pump fake. I didn't like the pump fake. I didn't like knowing that if you're going to shoot the ball or not. I didn't like that because I felt like going into this album, you're messing with me. You're making me think something that I probably shouldn't be thinking. And also just me thinking about from a marketing standpoint, I'm asking myself, are you doing this because you're starting to tell off? Like, I was already thinking about Tyler, the creator, might be overrated at this point because I didn't like um, I didn't like Cherry Bomb and I didn't like uh, Wolf. Uh, I didn't like his last two albums, so I kind of felt like maybe he's getting overrated. So I felt like he needed to do moments like this. So I didn't fuck with that moment at all. But, but well, how about this? What about the line before that where he says, my next line is going to make you say, whoa, I've been kicking uh, kissing white boys since 2004. So what? It, don't it just kind of seem like a shock value uh, line that like maybe Eminem would say or something like that? Especially when he precedes it with the line, "Next line will make you say whoa." Okay, so only Eminem can say stuff like that. I'm just letting you know because we're living in 2017. He knows what's going on. Like when Eminem said things like that, times are different. Like Biggie says some suspect shit. Cannabis says some suspect shit. Like uh, uh, um, uh, Eminem had a moment when he talks about like having some like gay moment with Dr. Dre, and Dr. Dre does an ad lib and says "suck it." Like (laughs) it's been moments in hip hop where that was kind of like you know we let that go. We let that go. Yeah. So let this go, Vontae the Pro. 2017, bro. No. (laughs) I'm just saying, honestly, the biggest moment was the pump fake and feeling like just clear the air. Like, if you just say what you are, because like, we're not, because because of that, it's kind of like, it's kind of like getting a trailer to an album, or, and you just, it just wasn't exactly what you thought. I thought with, with that being like such the headline, I'm thinking in this moment he's going to have like a Frank Ocean moment when he talks about boys. And yeah, I like, you thought it was going to be Channel Orange, uh, the, yeah, uh, ru- yeah. the running song. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a moment when it was going to be very transparent, and that's the Forrest moment. Gump. Yeah, you I thought, just you was going to get a Forrest Gump song. Yeah, I, I, he got Frank on there twice. You, they. Let Frank do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. That was the moment I didn't write. I'm a, okay, so I'm a, I'm, that's the small thing because okay. that is what it is. The Word. moment the moment that I'm not really liking, and I felt like because I seen the music video and I try, I, I'm, I tried to force myself to like the song Will Gill and I just don't, don't like it. Don't say track number 10. No, track number five, Who That Boy, featuring ASAP Rocky. I'm trying, bro, I'm trying to force myself to like this song. I'm like, I'm like. I'm looking at the lyrics. I'm watching the music video. I'm like trying to dissect it. I didn't hear it time and time again. ASAP Rocky cool with me. I, I like when he puts out music. I'm I'm gonna check for it. I just felt like when this song, when you listen to it in the album in the context that you gave it, it makes sense. But when you listen to the song for me personally by itself, I kind of just felt like it just didn't impress me. I just kind of felt like it was too overrated rappers rapping. That's completely. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I felt about the song. I mean, that specifically. I mean, 
That's just how I, I feel. fuck with that song. <laughs> I, I thought they was both rapping their ass off, but uh, hey, that's how you feeling. That's how you feeling. <laughs> yeah. So, man, I got my head out the way. What about you, Will Gill? What did you not like on this album? Man, honestly, man. I don't know, Vontae the Pro. I don't know how I feel. I, everything just seems so right. Everything is where it needs to be. Will Gill, I feel like these, I feel like these instrumentals are perfect. Oh, my. The mastering was perfect. I feel like the writing was perfect. And for that moment... For, don't, don't fucking say it. Don't fucking say it. With that being I'm, I'm, said... I'm, I, I'm pointing the fucking gun at your head, Will Gill. Tell me the fucking song. All right, gun to my head. The worst song on the album is track number 14, Enjoy Right Now, oh. Today. And oh. the reason... The only reason I say that, Montana Pro, is because he ain't rapping on there. <laughs> it's just like, all right, come on, man. Uh, you got to at least give us one verse. Damn. And for the fact that uh, he doesn't, because the, the song itself is almost four minutes long. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. instrumental. You couldn't give us one verse. Yeah, he flips it like one three verse. times. He flips it like three, four times, though. Like, like this. When you listen to this album, I mean, I love your breakdown. I love what you're saying. But sonically, the beats and the production is the star of this album. That's what I feel like, you know. So I feel like it only makes so much sense to just end it with that. End it with that. And he kind of has Kanye moments when he's not really rapping on some of these songs. Or he's not starting his songs, you know. Yeah, listen, man, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. You preaching to the choir. I'm just being nitpicky and saying, if I have to pick one because you got a gun to my head, I'm not trying to die today. Like the title says, I'm just trying to enjoy it right now. <laughs> but oh, uh, if I had one moment to say, uh, it would be track number 14, at minimum one verse. Come on, Tyler. Oh, man. Well, at least you didn't die today. <laughs> you can enjoy it for right now. All right, so Will Gill, we got all of our positive out the way. We got all of our negative out the way. I'm going to ask you, from A to F, where do you rank this album? All right, man. Uh, like I've been saying, I feel like everything is so good on this album. Mm. One of my favorite albums of the year. Mm. I would I would, actually, right now, this album is my second favorite album of the year. What? Only behind Damn. What? And uh, I give this album uh, A. This is better than 444? Uh, to me, I like the rapping on 444, but uh, everything musically for uh... me, that this, and then with the timeline, with how everything is so perfectly uh, in line, it's just like, man, bro's really doing a lot. It took Jay-Z, you know, Jay-Z had like 12 years to drop 444, and it was like, <laughs> and it was like six songs, so, <laughs> you know, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like that album, too. It's probably going to be number three, but yeah, I, if I had to get it nod i'm giving a nod to that boy tyler the creator and i don't even like his music like that but yeah. uh, this album to me something special golf what, what do you uh, rate it monte the pro my guy will gill was buying those fucking converse and he's oh yeah <laughs> hey, hey those converses are fire by the way and if i have the opportunity to buy it i'm buying those damn converses oh man oh man not again <laughs> all right will gill for me personally i see what you're saying but for me these 14 songs, I kind of felt like, okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be so straight up with you right now, and I'm going to be straight up with everybody. I wanted to come into this just shit on this album. I liked the oh. first the first time I heard this album, I was not impressed. It kind of made me feel like what I felt like off of Cherry Bomb and his last two. and just I just wasn't like, you know, I kind of felt like he's kind of being overrated. Why, why is everybody like going so crazy over him? But the more I listen to it, the more I like it. 
and I and it just the more it grows on me sonically, the more I enjoy it. I understand and I respect what this man is doing. So put some respect on my man name. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get man. Ah, C plus. I'm getting a C plus. Damn, oh, Vontae Pro C plus. Uh, yeah, bro. I'm gonna. I'm be super. Picky. Why? 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 What were you missing? What was I missing? I kind of felt like I was missing that 808. I kind of missed the moment when I was. I kind of just. Tyler isn't always for me. You know, Tyler isn't my go-to artist, so it's no surprise that he can't make a go-to album for me. I honestly, I'm, I'm okay with not listening to this album again. That's how I feel. You know, like, I'm fine with not coming back to this. I'm fine with moving forward because there's so much good music. I, I didn't have any, like, besides boredom, that was, like, the moment I'm going to, like, save to my favorite playlist, but... All of my favorite moments aren't Tyler the Creator on this album. So that's why I felt like, you know, C plus, almost a B, almost a B when I respected it. But I was gonna come in here I was gonna come in here with the hot take and say F or D plus and I haven't gave an F out all year long. So <laughs> so so I was kinda like, you know, and then I just listened to it more. I just appreciate it. And then I really wanna say I really appreciate your breakdown on this album because you made me appreciate and respect this album because I was here with the hot take, bro. I was going to come in here and I was going to, oh, man. I, and your I, boy played that defense? Yeah, I had some lines. I, I had a lot more notes in here that I was going to, like, spill off, but I said, you know what? I, I sound stupid, you know? Hey, <laughs> hey, shout out to me for the defense, man. Shout out to me. Round of, round of applause for Will Gill. <laughs> yeah, hey, but I, pre- I appreciate the uh, the in-game adjustment, Montana Pro. For sure. <laughs> all right, so man, real. All right, I have a question. You want to go to the question part? I haven't asked a question in a while. I got a question for you. All right, fuck it. Let's do some closing questions. Let's get it, Vontae the Pro. Let's do it. <laughs> wait. Take a few steps back to go. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. Right, man, uh, you got some questions. Hey, maybe I got some answers. What's up, Vontae the Pro? All right, Will Gill, I want to ask you the question that maybe everybody's thinking. Do you think that Tyler the Creator is gay or not? Uh, I personally don't think he's gay, but at the end of the day, I really don't give a fuck. So <laughs> <laughs> that it is what it is. Uh, why, why don't you think he's gay? Cause he just does like a lot of weird things. So like, until I know something for a fact, it's, I'm just going to be like, you, you messing around because like the way I look at Tyler is the same way I look at Eminem where they both mm. do a lot of, uh, shock value rap. Mm. And uh, so stuff that he says on record, like when he says like he's going to go like uh, beat up teachers or like, or like some wild shit that he says on record. I'm treating that the same way he's talking about kissing white boys since OFO. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't know what's true and what's uh, what's not with Tyler's rap. So until, right. until something is proven to me, uh, I'm going to lean to no. But again, I'm not really going to think about it that much because right. I don't care. What All about right. you, Vonta the Pro? He's definitely gay. I want to ask you: Do you feel? <laughs> do you feel like? Do, will you be surprised if you if you like you see a picture of Tyler the Creator kissing a white guy? Like, would that be like surprising, or would you just feel like, eh, whatever? Yeah, I'd just be like, whatever. Hmm. I be- think I, I just don't care. I I, <laughs> I I personally don't care. I, I'm not spending that much time thinking about someone's sexuality. I I, I just yeah, don't. I, feel I, that. I just don't care about that. But I just felt like you know, like oh. I was talking about the pump fake thing and just feeling like, is this a moment you're trying to grab? And But I, I kind of feel like, me personally, it might be shock value, but I think he's definitely gay. Yeah. And if he is, hey, Fuck he it. put out the best album that he's put <laughs> out in his career. True, so true. Cool. Yeah, I agree. All right. So if you don't have any uh, questions, you want to wrap this up? Yeah, I don't have a closing question, so let's wrap it. And then uh, if you guys want to let us know how you feel about 
this new album from Tyler the Creator, you guys can let us know on Twitter. You can find us at uh, HHR underscore pod. We hashtag team follow back over here. Uh So if you fuck with us, we We fuck fuck with with you. (laughs) And you can find us on SoundCloud. Uh You can find us on Stitcher. Uh You can find us on Google Play. Uh And a whole bunch of other fucking platforms that we don't even know about. And if you listen to us on iTunes, I'm sorry. There's a responsibility. You have to drop a review. (laughs) Just kidding. But uh, if you drop a review, it does help us out. So uh, if you can't do so And uh, Hip Hop Review Podcast If you just Google us We'll pop up We're everywhere Yes sir Drop a review Drop a review They don't want us to win So please <laughs> drop a review <laughs> uh, But as always I am Von Taylor the Pro And I'm kicking it with my homie Will Gill And this is the Hip Hop Review Podcast And god damn We changing the podcast game Go out and kiss a white boy today <laughs> Let's go!